This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Mmm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful. And you can uncap a Snapple real fact with every bottle. Like, cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple. And grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. Sergeant and Mr. Smith, you're going to love this house. Bunk beds in a closet? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Didn't know they needed a second one, but the fact that Denzel did a sequel is crazy. First sequel ever. No, this is his first sequel. First, this sequel is his done. first sequel. First sequel he's ever done. Holy crap! Why do what you think? It? What are we talking about? Equalizer two. Wait, can you hear us? Yeah. Say again. What is it though? The Equalizer two. Oh, the Equalizer two. This is Denzel Washington's first sequel. First sequel. First sequel. That's almost wow. unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about all the other movies he's done. But yeah, none of them have sequels. Because he Denzel is the king of generic action movies. But because it's Denzel, they're always elevated. Yep. So, you know, you've yeah. got movies like Safe House, Two Guns, The Taking of Pelham 123, uh, Deja Vu, uh, Man uh, on Fire, uh, Book of Eli. Book of Eli. But that, was that so funny? Book of Eli, was that based off of somebody, something? I don't think so. That was a Two great. Guns I, was. I love Book Two Guns Eli. was a comic. Oh, wow. What's really? so funny is that those movies didn't start till he was older, though. That was all like right. 2000s. Right. Yeah, like, it's like when yeah, he won. He was in like Virtuosity. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, he was in like The Bone Collector and. Yeah, true. Uh, he. <laughs> I feel like Denzel is the most underrated action hero. I I, I love I love because he he does he does it so many action movies. But when you think of action stars, you don't really think about Denzel much. But he does so many because he's not running and jumping off of stuff. Right. Like Denzel is just slowly walking. <laughs> like, he's like, cool and calm. Yeah, and yeah. Like you want to see some explosions, but he not in no explosions. Yeah, like he he no, he has movies where there is explosions. Uh, Man on fire, baby. Man on fire, so many explosions. Man on fire has like an explosion. I'm talking about explosions. I mean, no, he's not. He's Ooh. not running and yeah, he's not running and diving from an explosion. Like Denzel's just a slow, calm. I mean, he has a lot of go- a lot of shootouts. Oh yeah, tons of shootouts. My favorite is uh, there's a moment in Safe House where because he's kind of. He's he's the bad guy. He's kind of the bad guy in He's the bad guy. Like yeah. he's like not a, not like the uh, right. the bad bad guy, right? Or no, he is. He though. is. He is. And there's Ryan that Reynolds moment. Is the good guy. There's that moment where he like he's just like why like Ryan Reynolds is like where is he? And he just like walks down the hall and just like puts the guy the gun like to his side and like just nonchalantly just like pop pop pop. And I was just Yo, like he's, what is he this? is a badass. He is like remember the man. um man he man. Deja Vu. There was another movie. The um, I like Deja Vu. The one where he's like, he's like running away from people. Like he like stole money or something. Do you know? You know what I'm talking about? Like stole money. He like, you mean goes to an you island. Mean my favorite 
No, my is it favorite Denzel movie? Out of time. Out of time. Oh, out of time. Are you talking about my favorite. <laughs> wow, <laughs> out of that's time. Your favorite Denzel. Of course, it's, of course, out of, time. of course. James is like that's his favorite one. That's one with um Sanaa Lathan, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Sanaa Lathan, and she is like tricked him into thinking that she has cancer, and she he uses drug money that his. Like little uh, police department uncovers Dean Kane drug money to help her. Dean Kane is yeah. in that, but the yeah Dean Kane is the is the guy is the guy who her her bad husband who she's who she makes Denzel think is like mistreating her. Ah, uh, oh my god! Wow. All right. Well, but yeah, Equalizer two. Uh, I wonder why that's the reason why he also. Do you know this is like the first. Um, this was the first weekend where eight of the top ten uh, box office uh, were sequels. Oh, really? <laughs> well, what was it? Eight of the top ten. It was like Equalizer 2, Mama Mia Incredibles 2, 2 Mamma Mia 2, Hotel Transylvania 2, Ant-Man Ant- and Ant-Man the Wasp. 2. Incredible. The first Hotel Crash. Transylvania Hotel 3. Hotel Transylvania is the third one. The third. Yeah, that's uh, the Jurassic uh, World. Oh, yeah. Good goodness. <laughs> Man, Skyscraper is not doing well, though. Yo, Skyscraper. That's the other thing. We d- that's the other thing we got to talk about. Dwayne Johnson. I think, yeah. I think he's but doing I just too think many it, movies too quickly. Honestly, can I just say, I don't think that. I think Skyscraper is just a, was just a terrible idea. Rampage is him yeah, I mean, and a giant monkey. But, but Rampage is like giant monsters tearing up the city. That's interesting. Like. A tall building is not Yeah, fun. and it was inspired by a movie that people know. So people are, like, interested. Or, you mean a video game? Like, people... What did I say? Movie? Yeah. You know what I meant. <laughs> oh, I, I meant video game. Oh, I thought you were talking about... I, I actually kind of wanted to see Scott Scraper because I love Die Hard. Like, Die Hard is one of my favorite action movies. Right. But it wasn't... But it was, like, an homage to Die Hard. Like, if it was... A reboot of Die Hard with The Rock as Bruce Willis's character. Oh hell yeah! I think that movie would have made a lot of money, but they I, did it. They tried to do yeah. a new thing. I mean, I and think it's doing okay, but it costs too much to make. It costs one hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Did make, it? And I do not know why. One hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Wow. I mean, I well, that's a big. It. You know, that's a big skyscraper they had to animate. You know, isn't it like CGI? I mean, I, it's got. I guess. I will say this, though. There's, I think, a Vulture article that talks about it best. I think The Rock needs better directors. Yes, I, I like The Rock that. needs yes. better he needs, directors. He, he, of course he needs better directors. And, and why wouldn't he want to work with, like, because I think we were talking about this. Didn't we talk about this a little bit the other? Did I mean, we me talk and about you talked about not, not on the podcast. We weren't on the podcast. We talked about it, though. But, like, yeah, we talked about the fact that, why, like, there are good action film directors yeah. that he could work with. Yeah. Even though I think we brought up James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I know we did bring up James Gunn. Well, my, uh, yeah. Uh, was that oof. pre the... Yes, yeah, it, was pre, it was pre. It was pre. It was pre-James. It this, was pre. This just happened. <laughs> it was pre. Yo, I was around when that James uh, Gunn thing happened at Comic-Con. Oh, oh hell, oh, broke loose, no. boy. Woof. Uh, woof. My goodness. <laughs> oh, man. You know, people were people were people right. like upset or what? The thing is, what when it went down, mm-hmm. people were shocked at first, right? Because I mean, I hadn't heard the jokes. I just yeah. heard this thing, like because all the reports on the floor was uh, Disney fired James Con. Mm-hmm. I mean, James Gunn. And they're like, what the hell would he do? And then when the actual tweet started coming back, because you know, people were like, don't get me wrong, I'm like, yo, people grow over time. Right. Like this is ten years ago, people grow. But then when. 
when you was, read the tweets. Was, when they when like some of the women started reading them out loud, I was like, oh my god, dude! Like this is yeah. I, I, at some point like you're not. Oh, they're not even jokes. Wait, it's like what? Now here's my question: <laughs> Did he delete these tweets already? He didn't. They were still. They were there. still on there. Oh. They were still oh, well, there. That's, that's on him. They were still there. See, I almost you delete. You got to delete. delete. You delete. Yo, the fir- you I delete. I, I was like the minute. But the thing is, dude. Honestly, I have old scripts and old sketch videos that I'm in that I'm like, oh, I hope this gets scrubbed from the internet. Oh, it will never. <laughs> it will never. Because there are things some things where I'm like, from I'm the like, internet, these are though. these don't look good anymore. People wait. People wait till you have to peak. Kinda, People wait till you have to peak and just. It makes it does it, and I know I know this is like a weird thing to say, but it does make me nervous because I'm like, when you're young, and I mean, I, James Gunn wasn't young, but. When he was in his 30s. He was in his 30s. He and, was in his 30s. And, and he should have known to delete those tweets. But, like, you know, like, when you, when you do comedy, like, yo, if people, were like, recorded improv sets, you know what I mean? Oh like, God, yeah. There's just, like, certain jokes that it's you say. It's tough. That it's, like, it, uh, you know. And also, my thing is, the stuff, he said, the stuff he said was just, I mean, that's, again, like James said, those weren't jokes. I mean, I don't, th- like, I, those are jokes I'm not sure who you are trying to make laugh. At that point, like, and right. if you're trying to make some, if somebody laughs at some of the jokes he made, I would be very worried about if that was my friend. Because, yo, the jokes, I don't even want to talk about it. But some of the jokes are insane, dude. This is, it's like, what? They're like, it, they were like, just, they were non jokes. It was literally just like, trolling. This is offensive. Yeah. Like, it was, it was like, just trolling. Yeah, this is going to be offensive. Well, anyway, I, I mean, but I love James Gunn, so this is sad. It's it sad is. that, like, it is. this is, it's sad that, like, Every all of this has happened. That's uh, that's what's sad. I think is the whole thing. Well, <laughs> like, well, and, no, I'm not going to break it into pieces. Like yeah. the whole thing is. Sad. Well, there is some good news coming out, not via James Gunn, but uh, Zazie Beats about to be in uh, the Joker movie. Oh, don't know how she's which gonna, one? Uh, Aren't there she, two? As, as Doc, she's going to be in uh, the, the Joaquin Phoenix one. The, the oh. one that should be good, right? Uh, the Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I guess there's just no, you can just be in whatever you want nowadays, right? I mean, I mean, she's in, yeah. Nobody seriously. cares. And, and I, it's like it yeah. doesn't matter. It Doesn't I matter. Think. Anybody can do it. I my mean, sister guys, act can. Wait, what? Well, my sister act. What? What? Your sister? That acts? didn't even. What? Your sister? <laughs> wait. What, what do you say? I'm saying what anybody can about? do it. Like my sister, act. Okay, I see what you're doing. Uh, I'm against no, all of this. I don't see what he's doing at all. Well, my sister <laughs> acts. No, it acts. No, no, no. James, what he's doing is terrible. He's doing it, and he won't shut up. He won't what? shut up. <laughs> Whatever. She performs. She performs, like she performs a lot. She performs a lot, and there are and the nature of the movies. Uh, even my sister act. This is terrible. <laughs> Nick, start the show. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood said it. Wait, 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 wait. What what song are you doing? It's Amaria. 
I was trying to do a mashup of all of them, but I kept thinking of the one. <laughs> so I just kept going back. To they, used the to, they used to sing that Nothing in my um, school. To take me away from my God. My God. Dude. Yo, I understand why this movie did so well. I was watching it right before this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a family movie, but also it's a religious movie. I'm like, it's a win win. Oh, yeah. It's a win win. It was Disney. Oh, this was Disney too? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Wait a minute, this is God. Disney's sister act? Wow. Wow. I'm pretty sure. I was reading this whole article that I sent to you guys. I don't know if you got to see it. It's crazy, the article. <laughs> Wait, I'm out of Google right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, sister act. That is the movie we are reviewing today. But before we do that, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan. And my name. Hey, can you can you speak up? We actually didn't hear you. Huh? What? You didn't hear me? Say no, that. no. You know we got to edit the podcast okay, ourselves now, again. so we got to make sure you get the audio I'll right. I say it again. <clears throat> Are you talking on the microphone, or do you just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm speaking directly into the mic. It's weird because you're crystal clear now. Wow, I don't understand what just happened. James. Oh, okay, great. All right, so. Uh, we are a film review podcast. We review movies with leading black actors. Then we talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Yup. Okay. So, white people don't get scared. Stay with us. Don't worry. It's safe. We are you know, safe, we're safe. We're safe. We're safe like Whoopi Goldberg and, and Sister Act. Yeah, we're safe. We're okay. Safe. So, um, uh, this <laughs> <laughs> the, just so you know, this is the conclusion of our Whoopi Goldberg miniseries. Yes, I know there are so many Whoopi Goldberg movies we haven't done yet. The reality is she is a goat, like we said when we first started. Uh, this was actually the fifth Whoopi Goldberg movie we've been, we've reviewed because we reviewed in this miniseries, The Color Purple. Uh, technically, we <laughs> reviewed uh, Jumping Jack Flash and Burglar, kind of, not really. And Burglar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now we're doing Sister Act, but we already did Made in America, and we already did Sister Act 2. So five, maybe even six movies uh, Whoopi Goldberg is in. But this is the original Sister Act, arguably her most successful film. Uh, It only cost $35 million to make, I believe. Uh, It grossed $231 worldwide. Whoa! So it was a huge hit. Obviously, it got a sequel very shortly after. It was a a year later. Yeah. (laughs) And and it has uh, a, a Broadway musical. Uh, I don't think it's on. Is it on Broadway anymore? I don't no, I don't think it's on Broadway anymore, but no, it was. I don't think so. This uh, would make a good TV show, I think. Though. Uh, and honestly, this is one of those properties that you you know they're going to bring back at some point. In some I think it'd be a cool show. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be a fun show, a musical. Um, it'd be cool. And so this, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, this movie was iconic, but... For our millennial kind of generation, Sister Act 2 was probably the one they're more familiar yeah. with. Which is just a year later, which is crazy. Right. So it's fun to review the original because I do think it's different in many ways. It, uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, just the 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 setup uh, is you have a, Ve- well, technically she's from Reno, but like, but uh, yeah, a Vegas singer, uh, kind of down and out a little bit. She... She's uh, the mistress of a crime boss of some sort. Um, she witnesses a murder, and then she has to go into witness protection. And the place that she's put in is a convent in San Francisco, Ooh. where she is a nu- where she has to become a nun. 
And during the course of becoming a nun, she also helps the the chorus of uh, the choir of this Catholic church that she's in. So, um, you know, very hijinksy, very fun. Uh, I think that's all I need to do. Oh, I mean, and, and critics uh, appreciated it. I mean, it was considered a, somewhat of a a popcorn flick, but I think it has like seventy percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It was pretty good. Yeah, pretty you good. know, it's like it was. It was like it was like oh, this is a delightful, fun movie. Um, and yeah, and that, I think that's all we have to say about it yeah. before we go into initial thoughts, shall we? Sister Act. Yeah. Let's. James, you start. You you don't. I will uh, start yeah. the initial thoughts. Um, are you so happy? <laughs> What'd you say? This movie. Are you not happy? Are you not thrilled? <laughs> I shall stop. I, I shall begin the initial thoughts. Um, this movie's great. I love it. I love it so 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 much. I was wa- I watched it. This is maybe the second time this year I've watched it. I was watching it just for fun. Um and now I'm watching it for the podcast. It was great to watch again. Like uh it's just so funny. Like just the the, the opening sequences are so funny. Just the the lounge sequence <laughs> scene is so funny. Um and I think I talked about it. I may have mentioned this on the burglar episode. Cause it's the burglar episode um now. Uh, I may have mentioned this, but there's like this movie itself is like a great movie to look at if you're looking at Whoopi Goldberg's uh, trajectory in her career because she can balance drama and comedy so well. And like the f- the first scene specifically when we see uh, uh, the crime happen and she witnesses it and how she reacts to it and everything like the the tone of it is like so serious. Um, but like not in a way that feels hokey or forced or weird. It's just like a really cool scene, and it's great to like see her go from being so funny to suddenly being very dropped in. And and, and I mean, she's dropped in and grounded the whole time, but like suddenly, like it's like a very serious uh, moment. Um, so I mean, I, I you know, uh, I thought it's so good. It's great to see Bill Nunn's really funny in this. Um, and it's Who's interesting that? to Bill watch. Nunn? Who's that? Uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, Radio Raheem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should have just said Radio uh, Raheem, bro. He, okay, all right. The well, actor's but name is Bill Nunn. His Rest name in is peace. Bill Nunn. Rest so, in peace, by the way, Radio <laughs> Raheem. Yeah, R.I.P. Bill Nunn. Um, he's really, he's, uh, really good in this, and it's, like, fun to see him. Like, I, I think my, my, my memory of it as a kid was, like, he's, like, the sec, he's the second lead or something of the movie, and he's only in, like, four scenes or something crazy like that. Um, uh, so that's cool. I mean, those, those are my initial thoughts. I think, I think Whoopi is, like, fantastic. She's such a good actress. She's so funny, and, uh, and this movie is, like, this movie is everything. You want to go next? You want me to go? I'll go. Yeah, you go. I don't like it. Yeah, that's why I was going to go Yeah, last. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like And the thing is, the movie's good. The mo- it, it's no diss to the movie, but like John said. Oh, my God. I grew oh, up, my God. No. Hear me, out. <laughs> hear me out. I grew up with, like, I know it was only one year apart, but I remember the second one. So the entire time I was watching this movie, I just wanted you to just watch the second, the second one. one. I, the thing is, like, I didn't even compare it. I just didn't just, want to watch just it. Like, I, just I like wanted, the second one. I just yeah. wanted to watch the second yeah. one. So much so mm-hmm. that half of the... <laughs> I, like, first off, what I didn't realize in this movie, like, the movie is really funny. So, mm-hmm. I, again, it, it's a fine movie. 
but I didn't realize it took so long to get to the songs, which also made me kind of mad. I was like, ah, yeah, because it's not it's not really about it's the not songs. about it. Yeah, you could tell Ooh. you could you could you could tell you could tell like in the second one like oh people let us song. yeah yeah the exactly songs. Like, yeah the songs hit quick yeah yeah we gotta get the songs we gotta in. get there we gotta yeah. get there it's all about is, the all about the remix oh yeah <laughs> I mean the thing is this movie was fun like don't get me wrong I just <laughs> I don't want to say I don't like it but it's like the, okay. For me, in my life right now, the first one does not exist. I only know the second one, and I only need to know the second one. I only need to deal with the second one. Matter of fact, dog, at one point, I even thought about, man, can I get away with not watching this and just reference the second one? Because it felt like it kind of just... But yeah, it's fine. I just don't so need So much this. so that you feel the first one is a derivative of the second one. It, it's weird, dude. It's weird. I'm like... It's so funny because I remember watching the second one in theaters. Right. I remember leaving. I remember the kids dancing across the screen. Like, I remember watching That one was, that one, I mean, this one is somewhat of a family movie, but that one was way more of a family movie. Like, it wasn't even, there's no sex, like, like, there's no sex jokes, even though the the jokes are really tame in this movie. And like, but there's no, like, there's no crime. There's no, you know, there's, there's. There's nothing seedy about her anymore. It's just, right. she's just kind of like a cool, funky nun. Yeah, know? yeah, basically. <laughs> I just... Helping I, out like inner city kids uh, sing. I mean, again, and again, like I'm not dissing it, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I was just, the entire time, man. I, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough watch. Right. But it was fun. So James, you're right. I'm not dissing it. It was fun. Yeah. You know, I'm not dissing it at all. I'm it's, just saying. It's funny, like, I... I do feel a similar way in that I like the second one more. And it, and I know it's purely because it's the one I saw first. Yeah. I was a kid. I love the songs. I love gospel music in general. So, like, it was even more, like, the second one soundtrack is just better. It's just, like, the it's just cooler. Like, that Joyful, Joyful... Joyful Remix Joyful is so awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. You know, it's so good. Um, jo- sorry, okay. So much and, uh And, uh, oh, what is it? Is oh, it Oh Maria? Or, no, oh, oh, Happy Day. Of course, yeah. Like, the Maria song in this was, like, cool, but, like, all the other ones, like, they're f- fun, but they're not, like, they don't, they don't make you, you know, there was a there was a moment where when people were coming into the church, I kind of was like, Really? <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, I mean, it's cool. Like, if I was in the church, I'd be like, oh, this is fun. But I don't know if I would come from off the streets into the church. So that was that was a little hard. That being said, man, Whoopi Goldberg shines in this movie. She and definitely it, It's does. really fun. And it's like, it, what an incredible... I, honestly, it, she's such an outlier in the scope of black actors to be able to be in these kinds of movies that really have not only have nothing to do with her race mm-hmm. but she's pulling off these she's like placed it, it's like this movie was made for her even though it wasn't technically actually i read that this movie was made for Bette midler that's, that makes sense you know that's who like, that makes perfect sense and then it makes a lot of sense yeah this movie was made for Bette midler and then Bette midler and then like it went through a bunch of different versions and then finally Bette midler dropped out and then Whoopi goldberg like was like actually, I want to do this movie, and they were like, "All right, yeah, let's get Whoopi Goldberg." Like she had, you know, she was like doing well. She's doing movies, doing a bunch of movies. You know, she has a name. She, I don't know, if she hosted the Oscars yet at this point, but you know, Whoopi Goldberg was a star. She was a movie star. They were like, "Cool, we can get Whoopi Goldberg to do this." Um, 
And then it went through a bunch of more rewrites. The person who originally wrote it, like, just finally quit and, like, put a, um, what do you call it, a pseudonym. Uh, uh, he didn't want his name on it. Like, he just didn't. He was like, this is so beyond what I wanted. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, technically it's, like, written by Joseph Howard, but, like, Paul Rudnick is his actual name. Uh, so, like, <laughs> when the credits roll, it's, like, written by Joseph Howard, which is just a name that he made up. Um, but I, but the, the, the only thing I will say is that it did, because I, I did love this movie. It's so fun. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. This is great. But just in the context of this podcast, I was like, I wish it wasn't, like, all white nuns. Like, I don't, it didn't have to be. Well, I, I thought about that when I was watching it. Um, and I was watching it with my friend, and she put up the same thing. But I went to a Catholic school my entire life mm-hmm. from, yeah, from kindergarten. Technically, my college was a Catholic school. But I, I have never seen a black nun. Like, at least not, I, I went to, yeah, so not from kindergarten. Yep. Not, not one. <laughs> not, not one black nun. Right. Ever. And, but, but Catholicism is really big in Latin America. So there easily could have been. A Mexican nun or or some sort of you know Latina nun, yeah. I think personally. But that being said, whatever it was, kind of like a, it was one of those things where you're just like, I feel like in a different in a different era, they would have a little bit more diversity in the nun cast. That being said, I think they were just like, I mean, it's hilarious. It's like it's just another thing to make her different. Yeah. So to have all of them being like these old white women. You know, like oh, old white women singing yeah. Motown hits. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, was just like so. I mean, it's it's a fun movie, and I did like, and I thought Bill Nunn was. It's like Bill Nunn, <laughs> Bill Nunn had like a little action scene, which was cool. Like he got to be, you know, a very, very, very tame romantic interest. I mean, I don't even know if you could I call mean, it a romantic interest. I think in another script, yeah, no. If it was enough, if it, you know, this I was kind of tell. like one of those things where, like, Whoopi Goldberg was being sexualized a little bit, kind of. I mean, she talked about, but sex. She, but they like tamed it down. You could tell, like, the older scripts like had her like more into sex, and this one was like, I don't know, the politics of a black woman, and you know, talking about sex with like a white man, like Harvey Keitel, like I don't know, you know. So that they only have like one like. Or maybe two like pecks on the cheek, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that's right. They didn't even really kiss at all. Even though sh- they're essentially just having sex, like that's their relationship. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's, and that's why she's mad, right? Um, so anyway, it's fun. Like, uh, yeah, those are the things that kind of stuck out to me. Uh, but let's, you know, let's let's go through it. Oh man. Yeah. So I mean, we have to note this again, and for uh, newer listeners, we've. Realize that in a lot of comedy starring uh, black comedians, they will always have an opening scene with that character as a child. And oh like, yeah, we kind of like we're like, what is this trend? And you know, one of our hypotheses is that you know you have to get the white audiences on this character's side right away. And you're like, look, look at them as a child. Like they're just like you. They were a human. Like look, a kid. They're cute. They're cute. And now this is them as an adult. I don't like it. I don't like. Actually, yeah, I didn't uh, think about yeah, that. I don't think that that I, this scene felt. I was thinking about that too. While I was watching this. It was like, why? There, it we didn't need it. Didn't nope. need it at it's all. Funny. No. Well, yeah, it's we didn't funny, need it. But we didn't need it at all. 
It could have been completely cut, and the movie the movie would have worked without it completely. Like some of the other movies, like they like work it in. Like, look, they've always been this way. Like they've always had a dream of whatever. Right. But like, th- she's not even singing. She's not even singing in that scene. Like it doesn't even connect to what we see her doing as an adult. Like no, terrible. this this scene more than than other ones. But we've noted it in like. Kevin Hart movie is all is almost in every black comedy. Yeah, and and, and I just uh, this one more than more than others. I'm just like the only reason you put this in was so that the audience could be like, oh, this poor this little black girl. Oh, she has a little attitude. Oh yeah, she got a little sass. You know, because it's like I guess it, if anything, the the most that it does it establishes that she actually used to have a connection to the Catholic Church in one way. She went to Catholic Which school. I when guess she was we a, need it, but we don't. But it's like. Like, do we really like you? You were saying, and we we don't need it at all. If Bette Midler, be, <laughs> we don't need it in any way. Do you think if Bette Midler was you could the star, start at her no. in the in no. the lounge, and it would work perfectly? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think you needed it. I, if Bette Midler was, I don't think it would have been. It in wouldn't there. have been in the movie. I don't think it would have been in there at all. <laughs> which is crazy to think about, because uh, you wouldn't need you wouldn't have needed to. Yeah. Why? 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 <laughs> we, wow! Could, that could come up in another thing. Like she can talk about, you know, when Bill Nunn's like putting her to the comments. She's like, "No, I hate. Ca- oh my god! Like I used to be in Catholic school. You know, whatever." Anyway, um, wow. so I didn't think about that. So then, the, yeah, the next scene because it because it has her like being, you know, she's being sassy and making jokes and like, you know, uh, I guess it's showing that she likes music because she's, you know, she writes on the board like. The Apostles. She references, Paul. She references Beatles, <laughs> Beatles and Elvis. And then Elvis. <laughs> Yo. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they're like, you know what people like you grow up as? And then cut to her as a lounge singer, which is like... With that, nobody there. What? With nobody there. Uh, so, yeah, it's nobody... So yeah, the people who are there are not really paying attention. She's kind of like... She's just getting pissed off at the people looking at her. This what? scene is so funny. Jennifer Lewis is so funny in it. Um, yeah, Jennifer uh, Lewis is in it. All of that's the, the mom. All that's of a grandma the, from like, ad libs during the song were killing me. <laughs> at one point, she says something like, "You guys aren't even listening, right?" Doesn't yeah, she does at the very end. She's like, "It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. what I say to you. It doesn't matter what I say." Uh, so I mean, nothing. Oh my goodness, I. Uh, it's so funny because. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm, fuck. I'm not shading this movie. I'm not shading this movie. What I'm simply saying is, even at this opening, I just kept thinking. <laughs> yeah, you know, the entire time, the entire time I'm watching this movie, I was like, oh, yeah. Because what I didn't realize, though, to be truly honest, I didn't realize how much the sequel kind of is a rehash of the same movie, just instead, I mean, certain things are different, but how it starts off, she's still back as Las Vegas um, singer. Like, instead of her running from people, like, the, the nuns come in. And in my mind, I was like, I like, I like the nuns just randomly showing up better. <laughs> like, I just kept being the whole time. I was like, man, but, because, like, they shouldn't be there. And then, like, because in the second one, her show is her as a nun. And I'm like, oh, you know, it was way more fun. Whereas this one, you know what it is? This one, even though one came out of 92 and one came out of 93, visually looks so different. That this one I thought at one point was the 80s because it just looked sure. so old, like visually, like it looked grainier, it looked old. Uh, her hair was even more bigger. And then the second one just looks so polished and clean and pretty. Yeah. yeah. That looks like. But they Disney. had more money. I think they, they had, had more, more money, money to make uh, them. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, and again, um, it's not hating. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is a noticeable difference of what's happening. Um, yeah. 
so then, basically, we see that she's dating Harvey Keitel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, who is the scariest man alive? Is he still living? It he doesn't is. matter. He's no, terrified. He, yeah, he, he's still he's still alive. He's still. Alive. Harvey Keitel is terrified. It's funny because like in this, like I just I just thought it was so funny that they're they were a couple. They just they just don't seem like they would be a couple. Um, it makes no sense. Like like there's a no like <laughs> there was like no real sexual chemistry between them at all. Like it was just this weird setup of she of. He's like, ah, you know I love you, baby. She's like, did you tell your wife, you know, about oh, yeah. me? And he's like, ah, she wants him to leave. He's going to, like, you know. And he, then, gave, he, gave her her, he gave her his wife's coat, which is honestly one of the funniest things ever. It's like, that's the shadiest thing a person could possibly do. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash T-O-S for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips proudly grow potatoes on over 100 farms across North America. That's right. You're living in a nation full of golden stuff. From 23 million potatoes in Virginia to 366 million potatoes in California in 2022 alone. You can thank your farmers for making your stay golden moments possible. Lays. Stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. I love driving with Uber because I have access to 24-7 live support, which is really great because I like to drive at night. I like to know I have support in the middle of the night or early in the morning. I can chat with a live agent 24-7. As a female driver, I get it. You need to feel protected. And Uber has our back for sure. Uber, earn like a boss. Sign up to earn today at uber.com slash boss. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. 
there's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Yo, her name is on the coat. <laughs> it's on, on the it. coat. Like, that, that coat scene. He doesn't even care. That coat scene was a perfect example of how Whoopi Goldberg makes something like kind of not that interesting into funny. something like really funny. Like she was like, you know, looking at the coat, like, I mean a different type of woman, but she's smiling the whole time. Like yeah. looking at, like a different type of woman wouldn't accept this coat, you know, like, but I, let me just, let me just put it on. <laughs> is it, is this wife's coat? Her name. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I loved all of this. I mean, it's, it's interesting because like John said, we don't, focus on her race, which I think is kind of cool. We just focus on her being a lounge singer and the danger that she's kind of in. Um, she tries to leave the guy. Uh, she sees Harvey, T- Harvey Cattell kill someone. Um, it's just interesting because I think about everything that Whoopi has done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Whoopi is an EGOT. Like, she's an EGOT winner technically. Mm-hmm. She's got an EGOT. <sighs> but, uh, I'm going to say this. and uh, I feel like she doesn't get enough respect. Because I feel like when we think about legends, when people talk about the legendary actors, people will talk about Marlon Brando, people will talk about, you know, people will talk about when it comes to comedy, uh, Robin Williams, people will talk about, uh, you know, so many famous people, but I think when people talk about famous actresses or just actors in general, she's never in your top 10. You know what I mean? For her to have accomplished everything she has, I feel like she's never listed as someone's, like we're talking about her because mm-hmm. we review podcasts. But how, like, listeners, think about it. How often do you really think about Whoopi Goldberg? Because she pops up every now and then and stuff. She was in Broad City, for goodness sake. So she's in the mix for, like, young people shouldn't know who she is. But I just think something. Well, she's a talk show host now. True. So, like, that's. I think it has a lot to do with. I think it has a lot to do with that. And I also think it has a lot to do with, like, how. I mean, I don't know. But how she was able to how she was able to expertly play both sides, right? And then she had done so much that, like, I don't know, like, her focus changed. Like, we talk about we talk about the greats because they often, like, keep doing the same thing over and over and over, and they're undeniably the greats at that. But she didn't. She, she did so much that, like, you know, she's an, she is an EGOT. She is multifaceted. She is, if she walked into a room, you would be like, you would be like, that's Whoopi Goldberg. You would give her that respect, but you wouldn't give her like, oh, she is the greatest blank because she did so much. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. No, I hear what yeah. you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I just, I, for some reason, I don't know why, but I was watching a, the documentary on, on Robin Williams and she's in it a lot, of course. And I'm just like, man, we all know how, how dope Robin Williams was. We all know how great. Gary Shanlin is, but like, how often do we, even comedy wise, how often do we talk about Whoopi? Because Whoopi has done a thing where her first role was a drama where she was nominated for an Oscar, you know, as a comedian, right. technically. And I'm like, I, I don't she, know. I mean, she's bigger than Gary Shanlin. No, I, I mean, I just, that's just the name. He was in the doc, too. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. So his name just popped into my head. Yeah. But it's I mean, like, yeah. If Whoopi passes, when she passes away, because uh, she will, because <laughs> she's human. Um, is she? No. Uh, no, she's not. When she does, she'll have a HBO documentary about her too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that too. Like, like those two guys are dead, and like we're talking about them, and we're talking about their legacy. I definitely think that her legacy will be celebrated. Has um, she gotten? Um, but 
like a, oh, go ahead. a lifetime, achievement. lifetime achievement from anywhere yet? Nope. I mean, I, that's weird. That's a good question. Yeah, she should be getting definitely an Academy Award lifetime achievement award. I mean, she should because they over one. Whatever. Right. I mean, she has won, but she deserves a best. She deserved a best actress one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah especially whatever. She should definitely get a lifetime achievement award for sure. Uh, um, so anyway, uh, continuing with the with the with the movie, uh, I like I like how quickly the plot ha- like it's like very quick. They you know she she goes and she's like I'm gonna give this coat back. She walks in. It's 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 filmed pretty well yeah. of 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 the. You know they're gonna shoot this guy, and they shoot him right when she walks in, and then she, you know, runs away because she hears overhears them saying like, "If you know, if she runs, waste her." <laughs> like, yeah, 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 take care of her. And so she runs away. It's kind of like a comedic chase scene. Uh, and then, uh, and then she goes to the police, and that's where Bill Nunn is like, you know. Look, we're gonna put you into witness protection. You gotta testify against him. And at first, she's apprehensive, and then she's like, "Okay." And then he's like, "Oh, I'll put you where no one will find you." And then cut to, you know, Maggie Smith. And Maggie Smith, yo. First of all, we run into it. I mean, it's like she crystallized at a certain age. It's like I was thinking that she stopped. Been, <laughs> she's been, she's been like sixty-five for f- yeah forty years. Yes. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, she just stayed the same age. Um, I don't understand. I truly don't understand it. Because this is 1992. She looks exactly the same in 1992 as she does in, like, 2008 in Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Like, it is insane. She just didn't change. <laughs> like, legit. I was watching this movie. And I'm like, damn, she looks the exact same as she was in Harry Potter. That's, like, 30 years later. <laughs> Good God, man. Uh, craziness. I uh, love... James, what's great. the name of the woman um, who was in Hocus Pocus? Kathy and Jimmy. Say it one more time. Kathy and Jimmy. Kat- yeah. Honestly, I love her. She's so funny. She makes me so happy. Uh, wasn't she on... Didn't she, wasn't she also on um, Living Single? I feel like she was, she was like the... She, I feel like she was like the wife friend on a black show at one point. Oh, and funny. I... Just loved her. Um, she was she was just in one of those. Uh, I think Medea Christmas or one of the. She was in one of the yes, Medeas we just yes, watched. Yes, yes, you're right. It was Medea <laughs> Christmas. Sorry, that's what it was. It was Medea Christmas. Oh my lord. Uh, so yeah, we were introduced to all these different nuns, different characters. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, this was great. I thought I really liked this. Having known these characters and known this movie for so long, I really like this sequence when she first goes in and like we just sort of see Kathleen and Jimmy waving at her in the crowd of like very stoic nuns and then she ends up sitting next to the really quiet one um the actress's name is Wendy McKenna and so like we see her but like you know the the camera doesn't quite focus on her and then the fourth character Mary Lazarus is just like scowling at her for some reason like (laughs) I, I like i even though, like, I guess that's pretty hokey the way that they did that. Like, it was interesting to see, like, they're just, like, we're just kind of hopping between these people and, like, we don't know who they are. We don't know why they're important, but right. we know we're going to follow them later. I yeah. I liked that. Yeah, and the scene between her and Maggie Smith, the initial meeting of, like, Maggie Smith kind of, like, clearly, like, not wanting her there, but then the fa- the priest is, like, 
like, I, this is a good, you know, you're yeah. supposed to, oh my God, actually, this is one of the funniest li- lines in the movie where um, the, priest, <laughs> the priest goes, you made a vow, you made a vow to protect all, ki- all kinds of people. And Maggie Smith just goes, I lied. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. There's so many moments like this from the from the nuns where it's like they're saying something that you're like, should they even be saying this? Like <laughs> she just said Yo. it so flat out and sincerely, like, I lied. I was just like, oh my god, that's brilliant. It was Yo. so funny. She was good. <laughs> like I I mean, and also it's one of those cool things where you like, you know, like I grew up with I grew up with like Sister Kenneth. Sister Elizabeth was my like she was a principal and she was tough boy. Okay. She was tough. She had, she had a hunchback and uh yeah, she was she, she was a lot. But the thing is what you realize after a while, she would always say, uh, if you did anything inappropriate, you have no cooth. Like that was her big thing, you have no cooth. But after a while you saw her like start to break just like Maggie Smith did. And so I honestly I thought how they how they treated the nuns in this movie reminded me a lot of the nuns who because basically my elementary school and mm-hmm. kind of slash middle school, the nuns lived next to the uh, playground. So it would be oh, like wow. the school, playground, and then where the, nun, the, the convent. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, if you went to see their rooms, it was just a white room, maybe like Mary on the wall and a bed. Mm. Wow. <laughs> man. Except for our nuns didn't have to wear uh, uh, habits. Habits, yeah. Yeah, I think most nuns don't wear habits. Yeah. It's just like a nice look for them. Hey, man, we had one nun who was young. I never forget. I was a little kid. I was like, she's pretty. I remember thinking, I remember thinking, hey, hey, now. That was a pretty nun. I remember thinking, hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> I went to Catholic school in second and third grade, so I don't remember too much. Uh, but I do remember our my teacher, who was a, I mean, must have been a nun, right? Because they were all like kind of nuns, yeah. women teachers. And like, cause she, we called her sister. I forgot her name. Um, and uh, I do know that later she got fired because she called uh, a, a black boy like a, a little monkey. Wow! And then I remember my mom being like, "Sister," she was like, "I forgot what her name was," but she was just like, she always was saying crazy things. I don't think she meant to be racist. But she never knew when to not talk. Like, yeah, she probably I, didn't mean it like, wait, like she probably didn't mean it like that. But like, I do remember she did. I do. This is what I distinctly remember. She would tell us like, she would be like, <laughs> if you if you do like, I forgot what it was, but it was like, if you do this bad thing, I'm gonna chop up your fingers and mail them to you for Christmas. Good God! Wow, wow, that is wow. horror movie she- level. <laughs> I think uh, I did I mention I was in second grade? Where <laughs> wow, where she's a terrible. Catholic school teacher said something like that, but then she was actually evil and actually doing those things. <laughs> like I think I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> these nuns were nothing like that. Wow. Um, Dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like this. The plot of this movie is like fairly just mundane. Like it, <laughs> you know, like. There's just little scenes here and there. The the choir is terrible. We see them like the choir singing. They're terrible. It's like little tiny jokes of just people just singing out of tune and yeah. and an offbeat and not knowing the words and and then we see her like you know go in the 
in this room, and she's like, "Where's the tele? Where's the phone? What is this? You live in the Stone Age." <laughs> like, what? I mean, yeah. Also, I loved her blatant disrespect for them at first. When she's <laughs> also, I think like it's hard to, find, to believe a person would be this disrespectful. When she finally puts the habit on, she's at the table with them eating, and she hates the food. And she's like, "This is terrible. What do you like? What do you people eat?" And she's like, "Oh, let's go into um, a day of silence, like starting from now until." Uh, sundown, and she just won't shut up. Like this, <laughs> it's such utter disrespect. When, when she's like, maybe you should do fasting, and the, the one nun tries to take the food away. She's like, no, I don't want to give it away. She slaps her hand. Like what? Yeah, she was so rude. But I thought also it was her great. prayer, like she starts off with the actual prayer. Yo, Which, why does yo, she agree to do that prayer? Why does she? It makes no sense. Which is like half, was it the... I can do a prayer. She goes, bless us, O Lord, for these thy gifts that we are about to receive. It's the Pledge of Allegiance is what I, she does, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's just like, oh, yeah, though I walk through the valley, <laughs> through, the, through the valley of the shadow of no food. <laughs> I will not be hungry uh, under the republic for which it stands. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Uh, there's that like scene where she like sneaks out of the house and like goes to a bar. I thought that scene. I thought more could have come from that bar scene. Yeah, I thought they were gonna get in like really yeah. big trouble. Like, I thought was, I thought something was gonna go down in the bar. Right. That was gonna be a a really that, big. Or deal. that they they were gonna impress everybody with something, but neither of those things happened. Yeah. I guess she like right. Did a little but I dance. think I think like what we get from the scene is like. We don't get a lot. We don't get a lot, for sure. But I think what we get is, like, we learn how Kathleen and Jimmy is a little into, like, she's a little into being a little secular, you know. Right. Um, uh, and, like, uh, and then I think we lean into, like, sort of the, the doughiness of, um, of uh, what's her character name? Nun number two. Anyway. But not yeah of 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 none number two um of, of sister <laughs> sister Mary Robert we lean into uh uh like that but like yeah I mean I th- I feel like my general impression of the of the movie like like especially of like of moments like this it's like they were just like what are the jokes like what are the things like well that's what's what she I, gonna do like right, totally i mean that's dude if yeah. you read this article there's a huge new yorker article about the guy who wrote like the original screenplay for this mm-hmm. and that is basically he was like the entire process was just like these executive disney executives being like what if she does this or what if she does that like oh she should do this or she should do that but then also they're all she he was like they were all like white men um or and actually like uh, like apparently like m- most of them were Jewish and like he was like there's just a bunch of like Jewish white men in a room talking about <laughs> like nuns and like they knew nothing about anything and 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 that they um they said like some gross stuff like we have to make sure we have a nun that's you know uh, bangable really yeah they didn't a say bangable what? they I said bangable oh, they used bangable. a different word <laughs> wow. That wasn't bankable, but what could it be? <laughs> wow. Uh, What's the word that they said? <laughs> what is this? What is that? You know, they didn't want, they, they, were, they were like, oh, we don't want to do interracial, uh, we don't really want to show the interracial romance on screen. And like, so then they had like Bill Nunn and they, wow. they like kind of turned it down. They turned down like a lot of the sex jokes. 
that the guy wanted originally to have because he was like, oh, it, real. I mean, even the guy who wrote it though, I was like, oh, this guy is probably. I don't know about this guy either because <laughs> wow. like the idea that he had, yeah. the idea like he came up with the idea because he was like, why is it funnier to see a man in drag? Uh, in like a dress, but not a woman in a three-piece suit, which is like, okay, well, maybe it's funnier to you because of your gender yeah, <laughs> stereotypes, but whatever. Like, let's move past that. And he said, um, he's like, oh, what would be funny, though, is to see like a woman, a very like secular kind of loose woman in uh, a nun in like a, rep- you know, sexually repressed like kind of nun cover. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Men are trash. Yo, right. man, we're terrible. Like, that's where the initial idea came from. Dude, we're terrible. Uh, yeah. It's funny, like, it came to this, because it's like, it's like th- this it movie got hit. Disney-fied, but I was like, actually, I think it's better that it got Disney-fied. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's like a much nicer film. Um, goodness, man. But, yeah, and then, and, then they, uh, uh, and then they have her, like, take over the choir, and she... You know, starts teaching them how to sing. It's like a fun, like you know, little thing. They they sing that uh, "Oh Maria, Santa Maria," whatever. Um, you know, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because, like, I mean, we've already sort of touched on this already, but like that doesn't happen for an hour. It's true, right? It's it, and, yes. And I, it takes a long. And it takes a long time. The reason that it feels like the reason that it feels like doesn't that happen right away? Like, isn't that what the movie's about? And I think the reason that that's what it feels like the movie is about is because of the sequel. Like, because right. <laughs> Sister Act Two is so focused on the music, we we misremember what's what the first Sister Act is about, which is just uh, this. Oh, this woman, <laughs> this very secular woman gets. Gets uh, stuck in a in a convent for three months, right? Or however long and f- it is, and right? then like, forms a genuine <laughs> relationship with those nuns, and then they both help each other grow. Like, yeah, it's like right. really more yeah. about that and less about like the music is like one of the ways in, but it wasn't the yeah. only way. Like, like they made a point of she, you know, um, helps them to reach out to the community in public, and and they do these. They turn the backyard into like a kid's playground, Which was really cool and to see. you know they're like hanging out with the youth on the street, and they're cleaning up, you know, the graffiti or making the graffiti into something else. Like they're 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 revitalizing the community, which is what you would hope from a religious institution. Yeah, that's kind of the idea behind it is that it's not just a place to hide and escape the secular world. It's supposed right. to be a place of influence. You're supposed to help better the world around you, not just like kind of hide away, which is what was happening. And they they took a real thing that was happening in the Catholic Church, which is you know covenants closing down, and not there's so many less people joining the uh, sisterhood or the priesthood, and you have a world that is more and more secular. And so the Catholic church became more and more kind of seen as archaic and people were leaving it and there weren't yeah. as many people there. And so my school shut down. So yeah, like that ago. was a real thing. And, and it's cool. Like the movie has a lot of like deep things that it doesn't really delve into. They're there. They're kind of like surface level, but it does, it, it's, it adds enough richness to the movie that, 
the movie is a little actually like, a little bit more meaningful than the sequel but the sequel is just more fun and it, like but basically the sequel took all of the f- the fun parts about the movie and they were like let's just make it this yeah like, pretty much <laughs> yeah uh yeah. so yeah but I, I, even this movie i do think like it could have been a better movie like it's possible for this to have been an even better movie than it was but it was still really good and and fun um yeah yeah, I mean it was fun. And yeah. like, you can kind of feel like now hearing like what the relationship was between the writer and I guess the project uh, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like you can really sort of feel the battle with execs. Right. Like, like from scene to scene. Like, I, I, as much as I enjoy this movie and and think that it's great, like I think that that is definitely a clear thing that's happening with each scene. Like. There is someone trying to make this movie. There are there are forces that are each trying to make this movie another thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it it like, doesn't feel super yeah. cohesive as a like the script is clearly not. It doesn't have a, a super strong through line. It has a couple of different themes and they're there loosely, but nothing that's like really kind of hammered in at the end. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just fun, but, but and it doesn't random. Matter. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like so much happened. So I'm like, yeah, it was just a fun movie that Drew would put on, and if I saw it on TV, it would definitely be on in the background. Yeah, because um, even their final, because they sing the the No Maria, they sing my uh, like my my God instead of my guy, uh, and then there's like another song that's like played throughout the montage that I think is sung by them, but oh, we don't it? really hear it. I, I forgot what it was. It's so Motowny. And then the last one, what's the one that they do for the Pope? Wait, I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, it's definitely another Motown one. Oh, man, I can't. I'm blanking. Um, it's, 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 uh, it's, I will my, follow him. it's my God again. And so then, oh, no, it's I will follow him. That's right. I will, I will follow, follow him. him. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, uh, I remember all those songs. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and, it's, and, it's, and, the, and they switch it. They do. They sing I Will Follow Him, like, sort of like, uh, uh, it's like a chorus, like it's a, like it's a choir song, and right. then uh, flip it. Right. And, I mean, that as a showstopper, you know, doesn't even come close to Joyful Joyful. <laughs> joyful Joyful, no, we adore the, yo, honestly? I mean, it doesn't even come close. But the fact of the matter is, Joyful Joyful was in a competition, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah. You know, this was just not, the, that's not what this is about. This isn't this about, isn't that. about. Well, because that's not you even know. the final thing of this. Oh, wait, is it, it is. It is. Oh, it is the final. Oh, thing. Yeah, it's, she's yeah, safe. it is the she's final. She's safe. They take her. But it's but their whole. There's a whole so action scene that happens like, before. Is that oh, even yeah. an action scene? Isn't that even an action scene? I mean, kind of, right? No, no, it's silly. It's kind of goofy. Well, they 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 guilt trip a person, uh, a, a a pilot to fly them to Reno. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Bill that, Nunn- them guilt tripping that pilot is so funny. It's so <laughs> random. They just start praying and like what? They just, what? They st- I don't want to talk about this movie no more. <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny. It makes no sense. You're like, are they? sinning right now like is it a sin for them to be like doing this to this oh, poor man wait, like- <laughs> i just remembered another joke that i really like because i was like uh, i i was smiling throughout the whole movie but there weren't a lot of big laps but there were a couple of big laps and they were always on like a really subtle like one line joke and the other one was when she's first teaching them how to sing 
she um, tells the, the quiet woman, she's like, you can do it. Like, just belt this out. You can do it. And she's like, what if I can't hit the note? And she goes, well, then you're going straight to hell. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yes. I remember yes. that. I remember it's that. So fu- and her, the look on her face is so funny. She's so scared. She's she so believes scared. it. Like, <laughs> And honestly, I was like, yo, yo this is real. It was great. It was great. Oh, uh, man, that was yeah. funny. Um, I used to believe stuff like that all the time. Like, I remember the Catholic school where I went to. Almost everything you did. I remember <laughs> French kissing. If you got caught like using tongue, you were going to hell. It was like just fear put into you. It's 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 truly really messed up. <laughs> it was just fear, it's dude. It's truly really messed up. I thought I thought like, French kissing was you're sex. Going to hell. I thought, yo, <laughs> you're going to burn for eternity. So honestly, in light of that sense, Chopping up your fingers and mailing them to you is not as bad. No, that's still bad. Nope. No, no, no. No, but she no, can't no, 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 do no. that. She doesn't have the authority to chop up your fingers. And she wasn't it going to. to. She says she was. No, but <laughs> she says she but was. Making you think that that's what she's gonna do. That's like that's torture to. I know, but no, you're making kids that. think they're going to hell. Yo. So you're winding down with a podcast. Sounds like you have no plans to leave the couch tonight. Nope, you just want to unzip your jeans, slip on a pair of fuzzy slippers, and rip open a bag of Skinny Pop popcorn. Because the only place you're going tonight is the bottom of this bag of popcorn. It's a whole bag kind of night. It's a whole bag kind of night. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartland! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And, uh, yeah, and then, like, the end, I mean, like, you have this little, like, Three Stooges act going on with Harvey Keitel and his two goons. And they're so dumb, of course. Also, I, I always love when movies have, um, you know, gangsters who are only like, who only have like two henchmen. <laughs> you're you're not like, big. You're like, who is this like, guy? You're not a big guy. He's just, you're supposed to believe in this big crime boss, but he has literally two, two henchmen and one lawyer. <laughs> 
Oh, that's right. He had a lawyer. Well, yeah, and a cop. And a cop. And a cop. There's a cop on his that's payroll. That's true. There's a cop on his There's payroll. On his payroll. When Bill Nunn just comes in and punches that cop and says, "We found the, How we found the leak, him? boys," and Yo. and literally everyone just goes, "Okay." How did he know it was him? Not, not enough happens. <laughs> not enough happens for this to, for it to justify him just punching the guy. I was like, "Wait, did I miss?" Not something? enough happens at all. <laughs> Just cool. punches him cool. and tells the other people to lock him up. But there's, there's, there's no. He's not the chief. He's not the head, right? Like it didn't seem no, that way. No, he was just, he a was detective. just another I detective. Watching, I've watched this scene so many times, and I've gone, and I, and what I, what happens each time is, I write for myself lines that he's saying on the phone. <laughs> so, so we, because we never actually. See that cop do anything wrong? We never do. <laughs> Yo, we, how does he know? We never see him do anything wrong. We see him like look through it and notice that there's a donation made to the church. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we see okay. Harvey Keitel so, like, get a phone call. Oh, you do right. see that? But we don't. But we don't see him. Nope. We don't see him. We, we don't see him make the phone call. And I always write lines for him being oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you know." Dolores is at the thing, but we never see. And Bill Nunn never hears anything. He ne- like. Well, here's the There's thing. There's no I, reason for him to do I, that. I, the, 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 the filmmaking of it shows that he is the bad guy because he sees the thing. We know there's a, a mole already. He yeah. sees the thing, and then Harvey yes. Keitel gets the phone call. So we, the audience, know. But then the only thing that happens is Bill Nunn is coming back upstairs, and the guy goes, oh, I thought you were went away. And he said, I forgot my keys or something like that. No, right? That makes sense. He just says, I forgot something. And the guy goes, oh, okay, I gave the pay stubs to, I gave the things you're supposed to sign to this other dude, whatever his name is, Kent, let's just call it. I gave it to Kent. And Bill Nunn just looks up like, wait a minute. And it doesn't make any sense why he would think it be, that Kent taking that means that he was figuring. It, hey, you don't even nope, know that nope. he figured you know it what? out. You know what? Nope, that's not true because Radio Raheem knows how to deal with the police. He knows that's what true. the cricket like. Radio Raheem was in Brooklyn, baby. He knew when cops were messed he's up. Not, he knew Gerard, what was going Gerard. on. Huh? Wait, Gerard, Gerard. He's he's not. Yeah, he's not playing Radio Raheem uh, right now. Uh, wait, 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 first off, I didn't say he was playing Radio Raheem. He is Radio Raheem. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, is that, is so it? then, uh, and then they kill. They he. Uh, Bill Nunn says today he kills. He doesn't he shoot Harvey? Oh, he doesn't kill Harvey. No, no, he, he just shoots him. Yeah. In the arm. no, he, he shoots him in the in the arm. Because um, all the goons don't want. There's it. also yeah. a very funny. There's a very funny thing that's happening where they're like, "We can't shoot her. She's a nun. She's a nun." <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Because they will go to hell. Um, uh, I feel like we haven't been talking about how funny this movie is. This movie's really It is funny. funny. I, I said, like, it's, I, I was smiling the whole time, but I, I try to call out the times where I laughed hard, but there, there weren't too many times where I laughed hard. It was just, like, there's fun things. Like, it was just a fun setup where it's, like, you have Whoopi with these old <laughs> white nuts. And it's just funny. I laughed hard a lot. I laughed hard a lot. It's like, um, I can't go through all the moments because we've already talked about the moments, but they're so funny. I think, like, I, I it's so fu- Like, when when she's, uh, when the camera's on her and she tries to hide behind the baby. 
that part is so funny. Like honestly, as you talk about these things, I don't, I don't even remember. Like I don't, I think. <laughs> yeah, the like, I her hiding around the baby was. Yeah, whatever. but you, but you don't remember it because you prefer the sequel to this movie, and so you weren't even. This like, movie is funnier than the sequel. I mean, it, it, it may you listen. I am not saying the movie's bad. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is not the one. With Lauren no, Hill, I, here's the, here's the Jennifer thing. Love Hewitt. I I agree with you. I like the sequel better, but I like the sequel better because of the music. Because the music is so good. I think maybe because I can relate. And I like to the kids. Too. And I, I think I like. Yeah, yeah. I, like the, I think I related to the inner city exactly. kids and the thing. Of course, it's just a different vibe. You and like those characters more. You great. feel more. And and actually, I surprisingly enough, I think the sequel has more feeling and more heart to it. You care more about them winning this competition. Than you do about the covenant staying open. I honestly, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's it's barely a thing. Oh. It, it's a thing, but like I said, because this movie was written by seventy thousand people, and the script kept getting passed yeah. off, and there were so many notes, like you, there, it's not yeah. a driving force. It's just a thing that's something happening. that I completely missed. Something that I completely missed. Literally every single time I've seen this movie is the thing that that he that tips him off. The thing that that. Uh, he makes the mole cop right. learn where she is. Is the like the donation money, yes, the donation. which like I which it which is like a major, which is the reason they even let her do it right. is because of this donation. Yes. But like the only way that it comes back after that one scene where it's mentioned once <laughs> is we just see a receipt for the donation. Like it doesn't, we you know, and like we see that the scaffolding is down, like we see that the, the church is getting better, but we can easily attribute that to the outreach that they did. You know, we can right. easily attribute that to that and not this whole other thing. So, yeah, so th- they definitely, like, they definitely drop important things like that, for sure. Yeah, there, there's, it's fun. There's warm, fuzzy feelings in it, but there's more, there's more stakes, and I, I care about the plot more. Like, the plot, the, the second movie, there's a more cohesive, plot yes. and this movie there's like you know i guess the plot is that she's just trying to not die <laughs> like, which, which is so crazy and it's just like whatever I mean, she's not gonna die of course not like yeah but it's just funny because the sequel <laughs> did so bad the sequel yeah, did yeah terrible the sequel didn't do well oh it did worse oh wow yeah. oh it made not did worse because this one the first one did amazing yeah i mean it, it it did bad sequel i think the budget was like 38 and it made 57 yeah and it didn't it wasn't released Ooh. worldwide which i don't understand I don't understand how you make $91 million for the first movie and then not release it internationally, the second one. That doesn't make but sense. But also, though, we just said that they had more money to make the second movie, but they essentially made it for about the same money. Yeah, just a they little didn't bit even, more. They didn't even really put that much more into it. I wow. mean, it was super fast-tracked. That This movie came out, the sequel came out the next year. Which is insane. Oh, I don't even know absurd. how. I mean, that, like, what? yeah. Uh, yeah, so whatever. Uh, all right. I mean, you know, I, I, I just want to talk to Hollywood. Yeah, and talk not to even, Hollywood, not I even, guess. I mean, I don't even know if it's Hollywood. I, let me just talk to the ether out there. I just want to talk to the world. To the ether? Yeah, because I don't even know. I don't know, I don't know who I want to say this to, man. It's like, I just want people to put some respect on Whoopi's name, yo. Talk I'm, to Hollywood. No, but this, but my thing, but my thing is Hollywood technically get, the reason, I, the reason I'm difficult because I feel like she, she, she got the, she got the, she got the accolades from Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Yes, she could get an honorary Oscar, but she won an Oscar. She won a she won a Grammy. She won a Tony. She won an Emmy. Like she did it. So like technically, Hollywood did do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but the industry. They, you know, they, they, the Mark Twain, Mark Twain Award. Yeah, the Mark Twain. 
I mean, like, she, like, they gave her the respect, but I feel like people, we don't talk about her enough. So I'm kind of happy, like, John pushed to do this. Like, we need to talk about Whoopi more because I, Whoopi was a dark-skinned black woman with dreads, yo. You know what I mean? And she crossed a line that she, and the thing is, Whoopi never lost her blackness. It was never a thing if she tried to hide who she was. She never tried to, uh, she never tried to quote unquote sound white to appease anybody. Even when I go home visit my mom and I watch The View, she is still fighting the good fight that she always has done for decades now. And I just wish people would remember where she came from. Like, like, like yeah, like you said, yes, she's a talk show host, but Whoopi's more than that. Like, Whoopi's an activist still. Literally, Whoopi's an activist. Whoopi still acts. Whoopi is a comedian. A comedian who held the same stage as two legendary white guys. You know what I mean? Held her own for years. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what we could do. Like, I don't know whether or not we need to... Uh, uh, we, need, we need, like, a, a black Tarantino who we can take... Uh, our legendary black actors and actors of color and just like rebrand them again and make them back into the spotlight. You know what I mean? I just would love to put her in a movie where you remember how great she actually is. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw her and I mean, of course she only made it, she makes cameos every now and then, but it would be so damn funny. Yeah. Like I just want, I want to, Whoopi needs to be in something we can just. What, what do you want for Whoopi? Cause do you I want think people, people respect her. I, 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 I think I think if we went around mm-hmm. in the and we went to the New York comedy mm-hmm. scene and even talked to the black actresses, mm-hmm. black comedians, how many, how many people you think they're gonna say Whoopi Goldberg inspired them? Or even well, when they talk about their list, or if they talk about their list of five comedians, mm-hmm. would they say Whoopi Goldberg? I can say it as a as a black guy, like I know a Whoopi, but I only really remember Whoopi because my mom is so, like my mom is a Whoopi fan, mm-hmm. and my thing is I want people to list her. Like she has comedy specials, she is out there. I want I want her to be an inspiration, and I'm pretty sure she is. But I yeah, personally don't hear Nicole people Byer t- talked about. Her. Oh, does she? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just feel like I don't hear people talk about her enough. That's all. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about comedians. I'm talking about like yeah. actors nowadays. When I hear about people who inspire, but not I don't just comedians, it. actors. Yeah, I mean, too. Yeah, a, actors she's too. She's a bona fide movie star. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you never hear about her on these lists. I, you, you, when you know they used to do those top ten actors, the the, the roles that change cinema and stuff like that. Seely, come on now. So you're talking about you're talking about like the 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 the, the blogosphere, like the like the vultures, like the yes. I want you I want, want those lists. You want those like the 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 people who are writing articles about culture. Yeah, they need to write I, more about Whoopi. They, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna yo if, if you're gonna talk about fucking Citizen Kane, mm-hmm. which yes, it's a good movie, <laughs> or or the Godfather. Or the, or the, okay, you know what I mean. Like, you're telling me you're not going to put the right. color purple in that list? Like, don't get me wrong. Godfather 2 is definitely one of my favorite movies. Yes, I like Godfather 2 better than Godfather 1. Uh, Godfather 2 is one of my favorite movies. But if you're going to talk about Sonny, you got to... See, Libra? You're, tell, right. you're telling me the lines from that movie. You're telling me... You're telling me... Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. The, the line of, you show is ugly. That li- you remember these things, even if you don't know what movie it is, and it's never on those lists. Whatever. I don't even know what I'm expecting. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm expecting anymore. I don't even know why. Yeah, I even you're, you're preaching to the, the choir. Why? There's no. Why? Why do you stare? James, he just stared at me. <laughs> he said it and <laughs> stared at me. Right. Stop looking at me. Why? Are you Sorry, like- I was just back in the habit. Okay. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we? <laughs> Is this a new thing? Are you going to continue what? this? You don't I- like my <laughs> sister act. 
right. Okay. Uh, oh, you guys, wait. You guys. <laughs> you guys, wait a minute. Wait. Something I realized. I realized something. What did you realize, James? I realized something. This is so, jerk. So, Sister Act, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. We just reviewed it. Sister Act is the first there's Sister Act, then there's Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Yep. Right? We, yep. We were talking about that one, too. Okay. So, so I realized something. There's no Sister Act 3 yet, and there's got to be a Sister Act 3. Why is that? Because Why does look, it have this, to be? This is a ver- th- there has to be a Sister Act 3, because these movies are fire, okay? They are. A- yeah. and, as we've, and as we've already learned, the sequels are, are, are better than the original, James, right? What, what just, get, it just keeps getting better. What are you getting at, James? Right? It just keeps getting better. So, in Sister Act, right, she pretends to be a nun, you know. She goes to the, she goes to the, to the synagogue or the church or whatever, right? James! And, and while she's there, right, she, you know, figures out how to bring the, the whole community Closer to God, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. So in Hancock, we realize in the second part that they are like gods or whatever. You can call them gods, you can call them whatnot, right? Sister Act 3, she goes back into the habit, okay? And then Hancock shows up, boom, all right? And it's like, oh, snap, you're like a living, you're like Wait, a living James, God. You're like James. a, you're like a, you're like a living you want her like to say, you want her to start praising Hancock? Hancock figure. No, she doesn't praise Hancock. They they join forces, okay? And then they, and then it's a music it's a musical. It's a musical? It's like a Hancock. It's like a Hancock musical. Hancock you know the musical? Yeah. Sister Wait, so this movie is called Sister Act 3 colon Hancock the musical. James, yes, James. exactly. You get Lin Manuel Miranda to write the lyrics. Oh my God, James, thank it's you. gonna be fire. You know what I'm All talking right. about. So it's time for the cause. Thank you. We rate and review films not based on how much we liked the film, but on the metric of how much did this film help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. That is our cause. We yep. want more diverse roles, leading roles. Not yeah. no tokenism. Nope. Not no supporting characters, side characters. We want them leads, baby. Yeah. So if the film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Oh, yeah. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. Eh. And if it helps the cause, it doesn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we're going to raise up our rating for this movie. One, two, one, two, three. Black, Black fist. fist. Black fist. Black fist. Uh, as, a pers- as a person who shaded it, I'll go first. Again, the movie is great. The movie is, is awesome. And I think literally the only reason I, I don't like it is because I just saw the... And I don't like it. I just saw the second one, so I just have yeah, a fonder like, memory yeah. for the second one. You, you, you're like, I, I want a hero happy day. Yeah, it's like it's just different vibes. Um. But yeah, this movie made so much money. Whoopi Goldberg did. Whoopi Goldberg sold this movie herself. When you look at the post, I looked at the poster. Is Whoopi Goldberg with some shades on? Like she did this. You know what I mean? She did it. It was great to see a black woman do this in 1992, which I'm starting to realize was the golden era of black cinema. I'm starting to feel like the 90s. Um, and again, like, and, and, and this is not to say that 
not focusing on race is good. Like I love that she's a black woman, but I do love that she was in this movie and she was able to lead it and not have to worry about the issue being her skin color. Right. You know what I mean? Like, again, we talk about this all the time. No matter what happens, we live in America, we will always deal with our skin color, but that just that doesn't define us, and that didn't define her in this movie. And that was very cool to see. So, yep. Oh, oh, and we didn't talk about it, but um, uh, what is the actress's name? She was the mom in Baby Boy, but also she was in House Party, the original. She's one of the uh, young black girls who he talks to, and, you know, the girl starts coming to church and start dancing. I just, I noticed her when I was watching it at the very end. I was like, oh, snap, this is that woman. Um, so, yeah, so it was great. Cool. I mean, uh, yeah, I gave it a black fist because it is clearly a super successful film. It showed the versatility of Whoopi Goldberg, but it also showed white America, hey, Whoopi was one of those black people in the 90s that they were like, oh, yeah, black people are cool. They can be in movies and stuff. You had, you had Whoopi. You had Will Smith, you had Sinbad, you know what I mean? You had these black actors who could also do comedy, and they were just bona fide movie stars, which was great, and we need, you know, we want more of that. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Black Fist. Yeah, I gave it a Black Fist for all the reasons everybody else gave it a Black Fist. You know what I'm talking about? Because this movie's great. Whoopi's great, and she's great in the movie. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why you're talking. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is the goat. She is the greatest of all time. With a Z at the end, because it's all time. You know what I'm talking about? Now Z <laughs> elevates it to a to a new level. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's she 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 in this movie in this movie in Sister Act. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about Sister. We ain't talking about Sister Act too. We talking yeah. about Sister Act. Right. Okay, this is the original. Okay, mm-hmm. and without this, there there can be no follow up. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? You need one to get to the other, and this is that one. She crushes it. Okay. She crushes it. Okay. Why are you whispering? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Before you go, please know that if you rate and review us on iTunes, if you give us five stars, we will read your review on the air. Um, So please do that. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black Men Podcast. And you can go to our website, blackmenpodcast.com, to check out more deets. Follow me personally at at J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K at John Braylock. That's my stuff. What you guys got? Uh, you can follow me at Gerard Milligan um, on Insta. I haven't actually been on Twitter in a while. Okay. So yeah, just find me on Insta. You know what I'm saying? Let me like stuff. I mean, I like stuff, but I don't be like, I don't even, I haven't retweeted anything in a while. been on it. <laughs> what? This nigga. James. <laughs> <laughs> James go. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. Uh, James Comedy. Dot com. Third is three. Brd. Oh damn, he cut you up. I knew it. I knew it. I was. I was. I was. I was doing like a three rd. I was trying to encourage. You know what I mean? Didn't feel That's like how that. many it was three rd. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, James Third three rd. All right. Uh, cool. We got some reviews. <laughs> these are very simple. Uh, wait, did I read these yet? Oh, wait, I think I read this one already. Uh-oh. <laughs> right, because I read the one, yeah, Believe in Hancock. 
the cinematic universe. Enough of that. Uh, all right, never mind. Um, what are we doing next week? Are we gonna oh. do? Um, are we gonna do Equalizer Two? I feel like yeah, it's a lot of new movies out. I mean, like we got The Rock, we got and we Sky got Denzel. Yeah, but I mean, Equalizer Two is doing better. Yeah, I'm down to I'm down to watch Equalizer Two. I, well, we never I, reviewed Equalizer One. Have we not? I don't think so. I mean, why would we have? I think that's all right, though. I think I think we can just jump into the Equalizer Two. Yeah, let's just jump into it. I can I know y'all hate on it. I kind of want to see Skyscraper. Skyscraper. Do you want to well. review Skyscraper and Equalizer Two? I mean, I would I'll, be down to do both of those movies. Yeah, I'm down. So should we do Skyscraper first? Yeah, because it came out. Because it came out first and probably out of theaters first. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> We're, we definitely lost the jump on that. I know we did. I mean, what well, do you know what it was? I did. It's so crazy because I remember seeing Trailers for it and I just didn't know it was out. I just. Okay. I didn't know it was out until it was out. It was just last weekend. I think. Well, it was hard because that came out the same weekend as "Sorry to Bother You." Oh, uh, wow. and, and the indie did better. Yeah. Wow. Well, Sorry no, to bother you. Well, doing no, I mean, the indie I mean, didn't I mean, do indie better. better, but, 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 but. I mean, in, in terms of the how much it cost the indie to make, yeah. and then how much maybe I don't know. Um. All right. Cool. We'll figure it out. You guys tweet and let us know what you want to hear. Um. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious, ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.